Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Uh, first day backs are always fun, aren't they? Especially in the summer, right? Well, you know what, folks? Uh, we got a lot to talk about here. We're going to go through it quickly. Uh, first of all, thank you all, all for your feedback. Uh, for those of you that have purchased uh, the big bribe, started reading it, at least the digital copy. Uh, the uh, paperbacks are being shipped out this week. Thank you very much. Again, if you've not yet uh, signed up and gotten the book, go to bigbribebook.com. Again, bigbribebook.com. We walk you through the five mega trends that uh, not enough people are talking about, in our opinion. They should send the market sharply higher. And I got to say, I think the timing here is pretty good, folks, because we've had three bear markets in four years, right? Brutal. And every one of these, and again, I'm not going to get into the label thing. When the average stock falls 40, 50, 60%, and that's happened three times in four, in, in now five years, folks, that's just brutal. All right, that's a bear market. <clears throat> when that happens, guess what? Everybody gets washed out. And why wouldn't they? Everyone gets bearish. And why wouldn't they? Right? But that's when big moves higher start. Got to tell you today, something else happened just today, this afternoon. Rich Ross, the, C- uh, the CMT, the top technical guy at Evercore, who's very, very good, he first called the uh, the bear market really before anybody else that, that we respect and watch. He called it, nailed it. I thought he was crazy, and he was exactly right. But then he stayed bearish too long, okay? He is now flipped today. He actually turned on Thursday of last week, but he's today put out a new piece. He is now aggressively bullish. His immediate target is for a 500-point move higher in the, the SP500, which is 12% higher from here. Uh, he joins, uh, as you know, we uh, we've been we've been aggressively bullish, calling for a melt-up into the midterms. Uh, so uh, Ross is, now agrees with us, as does Tom McClellan, Jeff Sout, Marco Kalanovic, Jim Paulson, and Tom Lee. Just some of my favorite, I would say, market strategists and uh, market watchers that are all bullish now. Look, again, labels don't matter. Is the bear market over? Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't really care about that. We just want to make people money. And this market is going to go higher. So that's been our view. We are short-term overbought. Whenever you get to this level overbought, you never know what could happen. You can have a shakeout. You can have a pause. But I think the key is we want to be buyers on those dips. That is going to be our approach here uh, as we move forward. Markets today were pretty quiet. You know, we opened sharply higher on a merger Monday. Had no fewer than five deals get announced before the market opened today. Mergers and acquisitions are coming back, folks. Just like, you know what? Share buybacks never went away. This will be a record year for share buybacks. More than $1.2 trillion in share buybacks this year. Not enough people are talking about this. Again, everybody's talking about the negative stuff, folks. There's a turn happening here. There's a turn happening here. And the SC economy is slowing, but it's not collapsing, right? That means rates are falling. That means inflation has peaked. That means we're going to have more stimulus, more QE next year. Again, we're back to the same song and dance with the Federal Reserve leading the way higher with financial engineering. Again, another theme from our book, The Big Bribe. And again, it all tells us that really it's over. The worst of this is over. That's what we believe. Um, so... Again, uh, today started off great on Merger Monday, and then everything kind of went to shit, frankly, because uh, NVIDIA was really the culprit here. 
as they announced that their earnings were not going to be very as good as they believed they were going to be because of gaming and because of also because of what's happening in cryptos. You know, their chips go in a lot of these things. And that uh, took the market, really kind of took the uh, wind out of the sail of the markets. Uh, uh, but what's interesting is, and this is very interesting, folks, is that, yeah, NVIDIA dropped, what was it, 8% down at one point today. Uh, it went up closing down uh, 6.5%, bit of a comeback there. SMH, the semi-ETF, also had staged a bit of a comeback, closing down just 1.7%. It was down at one point today, well over 3%. But what's interesting, folks, is throughout all of this, again, because we know how important the semis are, they lead on the way up and the way down, right? Look at what happened in the internals today. Folks, the internals today, this is, a, again, this pattern change continues. There's just no way people can't recognize what's taking place here underneath the surface. We had today get a bit of a fresh, uh, a fresh update here. Even, again, with a flat market today, uh, NASDAQ internals, were almost two to one positive, right? NYSE internals were better than two to one positive. We're talking about advanced decline on volume. Uh, NYSE, again, better than two to one positive. Volume for a, a NASDAQ, two to one positive. And we have, this is maybe the first time we've been able to say this for a while, we had both uh, 52-week highs beating lows for both NYSE and NASDAQ today. Combo, we're looking at folks, drum roll please, 141 stocks hit a new 52-week high to just 54 hit a new 52-week low. That may not sound like a lot, but I'm telling you, it's been three months since we've had anything that resembles this. Again, it's a pattern change. So we'll take it. We'll take it, and we're looking for higher prices. I also want to share, uh, again, this is a, a kind of a sector watch comment, uh, but I, let me go ahead and, and, and talk about it now because we yet last week, as you heard us here, we started pounding the table on the miners, right? Precious metals and miners. And really, this setup has been in place. I think it was about two weeks ago we started highlighting this for you because of three reasons. Seasonality. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me pull it up again. We got seasonality, right? Which is, this is the most seasonally bullish time to own this group, August, September, through early October, right? Talking about precious metals and miners here, folks. Seasonality says you must buy positioning. Right now, the commercials are bullishly positioned for this group. And the third is uh, sentiment. Uh, investors hate this group. And it's, hard, it's not hard to understand why. They've done nothing. Precious metals and miners have done nothing. Well, now sentiment has gotten to such a bearish extreme that it's reached a buy signal. So those are the big three. When today, by the way, the group did very, very well. Again, remember, we had the hot Friday jobs report. This group should be getting hit here. But what's happening? Rates are going lower, right? Why? How, how are rates going lower on the back of such a hot jobs report on Friday? Because the markets aren't buying it. The markets don't believe it at all, and they're smart not to. The economy is slowing. It's going to be self-evident in the weeks and months to come. Inflation has clearly peaked. It's falling. And so you've got all these reasons uh, to, to expect lower rates, right, and, and, a, and a rotation into groups that do really well in times of economic slowdown. That just happens to be growth, tech, and guess what? Miners, precious metals and miners. And why is that? Because, folks, this group is getting ready for the next round of QE.
This group's getting ready for the next round of stimulus. This group's getting ready for the next stimu- for the next recession, which based on all the inverted yield curves that we see, and they're everywhere. Inverted yield curves are everywhere. We are going to have a recession in this country next year, folks. Take it to the bank. I don't celebrate that, but it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it's got to be a horrible one. It doesn't mean it's got to turn into some kind of a, a two or three year depression like we had during the financial crisis. But it does mean the economy is slowing. Surprise, surprise, right? Here we got Obama 2.0. If anybody thought that we were going to have a booming economy with this brain-dead moron as president when it was really Obama 2.0, that's why they have to have more stimulus, folks. That's the only way they can grow the economy and the GDP is with funny money. Hopefully, in the midterms and then in 2024, that will all change as, again, we get strong Republican conservative. How about common sense down the road leadership back in this country, folks? That's what our book's about as well. You'll read about it in The Big Bribe. All right, let's take a look now at our internals. Again, we did the internals. Let's take a look now at our sector watch. Of our 11 SV500 sectors, we had four finished lower, seven finished higher. Led to the upside by real estate up 7 Not Not much here, folks. Pretty boring day. 7 to 1% up for real estate materials, up, up a half percent. Energy up a half percent to the downside. Technology down 7 tenths of a percent. And that was really about it today. And our commodity watch, and again, this is, ties in with what I was just talking about, about precious metals and miners. We saw it today. Yeah, look, I mean, gold did well today, right? Gold was up today, $14 an ounce, back above $1,800. So that's decent, right? Eight tenths of 1%. But again, the miners were up almost 3% today. That's what we want to see. We want to see the miners leading the underlying commodity. That's a classic tell buy signal for this group. Uh, that's what we've been waiting to see. Now we just got to see volume. Where's the volume? There is no volume in the miners. GDX today traded uh, 20, what was it? 23 million shares. All right? Again, this group's now just getting going. But mark my words, when this group gets red hot, and I'm looking for a 30% move higher in the year end minimum, when this group gets red hot, <clears throat> you're going to see these the GDX, the minor ETF, trading uh, 50, 60, 70 million shares a day. That's coming, and I believe, again, by 30, a 30% move higher minimum into year end in this group. Uh, again, pounding the table here on this group, folks. Uh, silver today, well, now see, this is what we're talking about. Silver today, uh, 4% to a 20.65 an ounce. That's an 81 cent an ounce move higher today. Copper also getting legs back to 358 a pound. A great, great buy here. My, uh, copper stocks look really good on this global reset, global reset of an economic slowdown, okay, that will be dragged out, but still copper will do well because guess what? It goes in everything. All of these, all of these uh, environmentally, uh, 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 I don't know, uh, positive right components. We're talking about, of course, electric cars, etc. And uh, anyway, copper goes in everything. So good to see it up today, up one percent. Finally, oil today. You know, uh, we're buying the pullback, folks, especially energy stocks. Oil today up one and a half percent. That's a dollar thirty-four barrel uh, trading right now at ninety dollars and thirty-five cents. And finally, Bitcoin twenty-three thousand. 957 up 794. Again, <clears throat> this group, I've not liked cryptos for a long time, as you know, uh, uh, selling Bitcoin at 58,000 and turning bearish on it because everybody loved it, right? It couldn't go any lower. It was a new store of value. Bitcoin replaced gold. Bitcoin is the new gold. All that bullshit 
they tried to, to push on us, right, uh, at the very top of this group. But what I like now is we've had nothing but bad news in this space for a month or two, maybe longer even, right? Now CEOs are quitting. Michael Saylor is, a, is, is quit as CEO. You're seeing people give up on this space, right? You're seeing all of these hacks that are taking place for the for crypto wallets. Nothing but bad news, folks. It's been nothing but bad news. Regulation is coming, right? It's been nonstop talk about that. But look what's happening to Bitcoin. It's moving higher. Again, almost back to 24000 today. Look, it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. This is bullish action in Bitcoin. And here's why that matters for the rest of us. Even if you don't love Bitcoin or any cryptos, if you're bullish on the market, this is a big-time bullish sign. Because now for better than two years, Bitcoin and NASDAQ, have had the exact same chart pattern. I mean, almost identical. So if we're getting a risk on buy signal from cryptocurrencies and from Bitcoin, that is also that also bodes well for the market. So it's all lining up, folks. It's all lining up uh, that we should have a very good run into the midterms and probably into year end. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Again, always appreciate you listening. Have a great rest of the day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.